ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Friday, October 28th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're going to open up the text line this hour at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We'll get high school football to talk about tonight. Our two featured matchups across our Kindred communication stations. It's going to be it's going to be St. Albans at Huntington. St. Albans at Huntington. And then, of course, we've got... Matt Perry joining us here in the next couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to talk to him about Spring Valley on the road taking on Parkersburg. So we'll get into all of that. And another big matchup I'm going to keep an eye on this uh, this evening is South Charleston at Hurricane. But I want to first turn my attention to Marshall Women's Soccer qualifying for the Sun Belt Tournament. We talked about it all week. This was a, uh, a big step for the program to qualify, and they're in. And joining us now to talk about it is the head coach of the Marshall women's soccer team with the best last name at Marshall University, Michael Swan. He's with us now. And did you know I was talking you up all week? Did you know that? <laughs> I'd heard. I'd heard the rumor. Yeah, I was talking you up because uh, this is a great, great step for the program. You, you get into the Sun Belt tournament, and anything can happen once you're in the tournament. So. I'm sure you got to be feeling really good right now where you're at, how the team is uh, is performing. I know you didn't get the win, but still you did enough in the regular season to get into the tournament, and that's what really counts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, about three weeks ago we, we, we had a double double game week against the two Georgia teams and, um, you know, felt we could have came away with, with points that week. We didn't. Um, we sat down as a coach and staff. We... We challenged the the team, um, you know, with with you know really making it, you know, getting getting our heads down and putting them together, and you know really making a push. And and the push that we made against the basically the top of the league teams, you know, we've came out with that with with a lot of points, and and it's got us to the tournament. So so delighted for the for the student athletes for for how they committed to it and and pulled the season around and 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 got got the reward by getting a berth in the the conference tournament. What does postseason mean for Michael Swan? It's a, it's, it's a new season, a new opportunity. You know, I think it's it's an opportunity for any player to to go out and you know really, you know, play loose, um, play to to their potential. Um, you know, we've got an opportunity. We always say, and the, the, the old saying. If you're in it, you can win it, um, and you know I've I've been able to do that in my career as a coach, um, and I've been able to do it as a student athlete as well. And I do feel that you know the program where it is and and how we're playing, we can do that. You know this this, this next week, so um, really just happy to see them get there. But more than anything, it's the it's the look on the faces, the determination, the 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 work they've done. To, to get to this point that, that it's all going to pay off when we when we get on the plane tomorrow to to Florida. Is this not, a sorry, sorry not Florida not Florida we're going to fly into Florida and then end up in Alabama. <laughs> I was, was going to say yeah I would like to go to Florida as well but yeah. yeah Alabama is just as nice especially for the tournament. Is this a moment that moves the program forward win or lose at the conference tournament is this a turning point for this program or is this a a solid next step. 
Um, it's a it's a solid next step. You know, the the next step for us is to get a win. You know, against App State on Monday, um, we can do that. You know, that's that's the that's the statement. Um, is is really going down there and winning the game, and then moving on to the next round. And then you every 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 game's a new step. Every game's a new challenge. Um, you know, so this this is a it, it's a good moment for the program simply because it's you know new conference. We're, and we're in the conference tournament. You know, conference USA. The last time Marshall were in soccer, we're in when it, we're in a postseason tournament was 2015. Um, you know, we've it's seven years. You know, seven years have passed, and we're in it, and we can win it. Michael Swans with me, head coach of the Marshall women's soccer team, qualifying for the postseason. So the opponent is Appalachian State. You're the 10 seed. How do you feel going into this matchup with App State? Um, we feel good. Um, we feel good because we played them. You know, we've we've got to see a lot of film on them simply because the, you know, the way the the schedule is built out. Teams that we played, they've just played. Um, we know them as an opposition. They're an organised team. Um, but it, but with any team, you've you've got to find their weaknesses. You know, we're going to rewatch the game that we had against them and see where we were weak. Um, you know, fix those problems and then really see where they can. They exploded, um, you know, and we did that on the day against them um, a few weeks ago. So we'll be ready to go against them and, and you know, really give them a good run. So um, I would say going into it, the confidence within the squad's pretty high, but we're not going to underestimate them in any shape or form. It's it's tournament play now. Michael Swan's with me. The team is in the tournament, the Marshall Women's Soccer Team in the Sun Belt Tournament. How does this help you move the program forward? We we talked about a, a forward step, but you're trying to build a program. You're not just trying to you know put together a good team. You're trying to build a program. So where does this help you now that you've able to take this step? Well, there's there's two types of goals you've got. You've got in, in, internal goals, which are the goals that we've got within our program, and then external goals are what you put down on paper and really look to strive towards so others on the outside can can see the progress um you know internally the progress that we've made you know with the program um this season is just getting them to really believe that they they can bounce back and and you know they can get get in winning positions um qualifying for a tournament so you know, for our goal setting, what we did this season, we put down realistic goals and, you know, staggered them out. What the process is to get to that goal, we're not going to shoot for the lofty heights. And, you know, this was one of the big ones that they had is, you know, day one and preseason, you know, the the, the folks that spoke to the players and the administration, what's your one goal? And the goal was go to a conference tournament, you know. So we've reached that internally. Um, you know, externally, everyone can now see wow, they're making progress, but, you know, it's not just about the external um, the external goals. It's it's what we've been doing within the four walls and how they've been performing. And, you know, now the, now the program knows what it can do, reach its potential, you know, go up against the top teams in the league, get points, win games. And, you know, we're taking that to the, we're taking that down to Foley. Does this make your team pretty dangerous, knowing that you have nothing to lose, everything to gain? One hundred percent. I mean, we've we that's kind of how we we approached it. At, you know, after the the, the the losses against the Georgia teams was you know what we got to lose, go out and play. You know, we're playing JMU at that point, top of the league, and you know, one one game that could have went either either way. Um, you know, we've got players in our squad that are just you know dynamic, explosive, 
um, players that can you know unlock a back four, and then players that can really you know make it physical. You know, and I think we're seeing that now within our team. Is you know you, you you're a very dangerous team when one you you're going into something fresh and you're the underdog, but at the same time you're going into something where you're really playing well. You know you've got to be you've got to be feeling good about yourself and your chances. Michael Swan's with me. He's going to Florida, then to Alabama to play in the uh, Sun Belt Tournament. So you've been in Conference USA for a while. You know how Conference USA is run, how it's put together, you know, how the postseason works, tournament, all of that. How would you compare so far your run in the Sun Belt? And I know you still have to have the tournament experience, but how how has everything compared to Conference USA to now to the Sun Belt? Well, it's it's very similar. I mean, you, it's coming. You know, this this season came down to the last kick of the game. You know, almost with with some of the games that were getting played around the league, and um, not just our game, but every position in the in the you know the one through ten standings or one through fourteen standings. Everybody was moving during those ninety minutes of play. Um, you know, we saw that at the same time with you know times in Conference USA when. You know, someone's crowned a champion in the 89th minute, and you know somebody goes out in the 89th minute, you know, to a to a goal or, or whatever it might be, a tiebreaker. Um, you know, it just it, it ever changes, and and that's the beauty of you know what we do in in women's soccer and men's soccer, and you know we we've got a system with three points and you know three points for a win, one point for a for a tie, no none for a, a loss, and it you know the dynamics into that are. are you know, you, you couldn't even imagine the scenarios that we were looking at, um, you know, going into the game. We just focused on our team, what we needed to do, which was win, to secure ourselves. Obviously, didn't get that on the night, and then you fall back to seeing what other teams are doing in the league. So, you know, it's uh, it's rewarding, but it's not on the 90 minutes, it's on the 10 games that you played, and that's why we're going to the tournament. you like how this league is um, organized, you know, top to bottom? It seems like Conference USA... You know, was really good at soccer, but it feels like the Sun Belt being new to it again in men's soccer, but you know, being a little bit more seasoned in women's soccer, it feels bigger. Is that a fair evaluation of Sun Belt soccer on the women's side? Yeah, I think there's a lot of parity in our league. Um, the teams that um, you know we haven't we we weren't crowning a, a a champion that was you know someone who's won it in the past. It was you know Georgia's. Georgia Southern team who who came from middle of the pack a year ago and kind of rose to the top this year. Um, you know, so there's a lot of parity in our league, so it makes it exciting. I think, you know, what we've got to do as a league and, and as coaches is really galvanize that and challenge ourselves to maybe go and challenge other conferences that, you know, we're, we're up against or, or there or thereabouts and, you know, get some wins against them. And then it puts you in a much higher um RPI seeding as a conference and you know that's what we're striving to do we've we've talked about that as a group of coaches and we want to continue to keep progressing the league Michael Swan's with me so uh any any send-off party anything uh going on here just business at hand straight off to to Florida then then the Alabama well, we're still in Norfolk. Still in Norfolk. Um, you know, okay, so you, you're just you're you're smartly traveling. Then you're just you're just going to leave from there. Yeah, we're going to leave straight from here. Um, you know, just leave straight from here. Head to head to uh, Pensacola and then drive across the Foley tomorrow. But you know what I've what I've heard in the text messages and the pictures that I've seen from 
folks around town, you know, people haven't watched parties. Um, you know, my neighbourhood had a watch party. They've got one going on on Monday, uh, Halloween night. You know, to see the see the student athletes play, I know people all over campus. The text messages, the support have, have been amazing. Um, you know, but a big point, and this is something that I really want to you know strive and thank a lot of people for is, you know, we've played we've played a lot of home games this year, and you know we've been to a lot of places um, throughout the season, and there's there's nothing that touches the support that we get at uh, Hoops Family Field. Um, I think we've averaged over 500 people in the in the crowd per game. Um, started off with a thousand plus, you know, in the first home game, and without that support, you know, you, you you've got to kind of look and go, would we would we've been in the position that we are, and you know, without without them, um, you know, you've got to question that a little bit. So thank you to all the people that came out and supported us and, and were part of it, you know, part of getting us here today. How does that help sell the program when you're out recruiting? You compare Marshall to other programs, and you maybe look at win losses and it might not be where you want it to be but then you mentioned something like that how does that help how does that compare when you go out there recruiting to a kid who's who's trying to decide you know we when we recruit and we we talk to our parents and 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 you know soon to be student athletes we talk about how special Marshall is and how much support that we've got and you know there's not many places around the country that have got the passion and and just the love for, for the university, um, it 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 sells itself. I mean, a lot of people just choose it simply because, you know, what we've got is a is, is a support and community slash town half the state. We're all getting behind one another. Um, you know, wherever we go, and I think that's the most rewarding thing for a student athlete is to know that they're they're wanted, um, know that they're supported. Um, because you can you can go to many other places and you just don't feel like you're getting much out of it. But our our fans support everyone, you know, from women's soccer, men's soccer, all the way through to football, volleyball, cross country. I mean, they're just they're just fantastic people who who support a fantastic university. Chris Grazzi is um, seasoned with uh, these last few years, but I think he's got some competition now. With you, you can um, you can give yeah you can tell him how it works for the Sun Belt tournament next week. You can tell him how it yeah. works now. Yeah, yeah, we can, and he can give us a lot of advice too. I mean, Chris is Chris is a national champion. Um, you know, proud of him and what he's done with his program, and you know, we talk on a regular basis, pretty close to one another. And you know, he talked about his process of how he got to, to where he was with the team in 2020, and you know, he said, you know, we got to the tournament and in his second year conference tournament and you know they they did a little bit of damage uh, but he knew that the next year it was going to take another step and you know he was realistic with that and you saw where it took off from there and it's, it's similar to what we've got you know this is kind of technically the the second season that I've been at, at Marshall given the the COVID year and we're in the tournament you know so I'm not promising national championships by any means but what I'm promising is you know the program's progressing it's moving in the right direction and uh you know, we're going to a conference tournament, which was a massive goal of ours, and we've reached it. Next next week when you're holding up the conference tournament championship trophy, uh, we'll text Chris and say, okay, buddy, um, that's, a, that's one for Swan in the Sun Belt. You know, put a little pressure on him next week. That's the, <laughs> that's the competition. How many, how many trophies can you both collect in the Sun right. Belt? Let's, let's get you on top. Let's put you there first. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
I appreciate you. Uh, I'm I'm excited for you. I am happy that it happened. I knew it would happen, but you know, still with a lot of anticipation. Just okay, you know, is it gonna is it gonna work out? Is it gonna work out? Yes, they're in. And uh, next week's gonna be fun. Uh, I'll be I'll be shirking any job responsibilities I have to watch that match next uh, week. What Monday? We're talking Monday against App State. It's a five o'clock yeah. local time, four central, I believe. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. And um, believe it's on ESPN Plus. Um, I I think every every game streamed by the Sun Belt, which is which is amazing. Because um, in the past you haven't been able to follow games, so please tune in, please follow us, and um, you know root us on. You, you know that means no one's going to tune in to me Monday because at, at five o'clock, five p.m., they're all going to be watching you <laughs> on on Monday, and I'm okay with what? that. I'm that's fine. They cannot tune yeah. in on Monday. Watch you instead. Well, watch the student athletes. Watch our players. They're the ones that they're the ones that win it. We'll just. Throw a ball out there and watch them go. I'm just going to sit here and watch. I'm going to watch it while I'm on the air too on Monday. I'm just going to have it up here on the on the computer and I'm just going to highlight what's happening. Just talk about. I'm going to talk about you the entire hour since everyone is going to be. You know what? I might just turn the radio station off for an hour because nobody's going to listen to me on Monday. It's going to be all about you <laughs> and your student athletes and your program. Everyone's going to tune in. Absolutely. And if they don't, awesome. shame on them for not doing it on Monday. Yeah, I mean, not many things like this happen on a Monday. Nope. Monday night football, and that's about it. And we've trumped them this 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 Monday coming. Yes, sir. Uh, you know what? In Monday night football, I'm, I appreciate also that you get your match first because Monday night football is the Bengals and the Browns, and I'm a huge Bengals oh. fan. So I get to watch you and your team, and then I get to watch my team. So uh, my other there my pro go. team, my NFL team. So I'm all set. I appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Good talking to you again. I appreciate you every time you come on. Uh, let's uh, let's do this here in a few days, talking about a championship, because uh, if you advance on Monday, you will be playing at 2.30 p.m. Yeah, uh, 2.30 p.m. against South Alabama. So uh, hopefully I get to talk about this for a few days. Awesome. Can't wait for it. Have safe travels. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, and good luck, and uh, bring us a championship back. Thanks, Paul. Michael Swan, appreciate him coming on the program today. Uh, we're going to talk high school football later on. We'll have here in a, a short bit Matt Perry. We'll talk Spring Valley with him later on in the second half of the show. We will talk to Christian Palmer and Woody Woodrum for tonight's matchup between St. Albans and Huntington High, our Kindred Digital Game of the Week. We'll talk about that when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We continue on with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. High school football across the tri-state and abroad. Season traveler Matt Perry joins us now. Spring Valley <laughs> taking on Parkersburg. Yeah, we're good. It's um, it's a journey, isn't it, to, to go to Parkersburg? That's not that bad of a trip. What, two and a half hours up, two and a half hours back? Roughly, yeah. It yeah. took us about uh, two and some change. Should have a good, good following tonight from the Spring Valley faithful, I hope. Uh, Spring Valley always travels pretty well, and so I would figure there's going to be a good amount of Valley fans up here. 
Uh, we're on our way to the stadium right now, uh, actually get ready to pull up to it from what it looks like. And so it's it's a big game. I mean, Valley fans are going to be on pins and needles because um, because of the uh, of the loss last week. Valley's got to win out for home playoff games. It's just that simple. And so it, they, these last two games become paramount. Do you think we'll see the best football yet from Spring Valley now that there's a little urgency on the the outcome of the game? Well, it's been so odd because their best football has been the beginning of the year. Uh, they have massive wins over Huntington and Hurricane, and then it seems that they they hit a lull, which was uh, which was punctuated by a senior night loss to GW last week. And so you would hope, uh, if you're a Valley fan, that uh, they can end the season the way they started it. Eight and two is nothing to sneeze at, obviously. If they went out there eight and two, they're definitely going to have at least one playoff game at home. And that has to be the goal at this point. If you could put your finger on it, what has been the cause of Spring Valley's, I don't want to say decline, but you know, the lull here, the um, from where they were at the beginning of the season to where they're at now trying to get back to that point, if you can put your finger on it, what has been the cause? Offensive balance has been an issue. Um, it seems that each week you don't quite know what team is going to, going to show up on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Spring Valley has been known for ages for as a team that could run the ball. And I can only imagine, this does not come from his mouth, but I can only imagine that Coach Dingus is, is getting frustrated with the lack of a running game. Uh, that's what he has built his reputation on. And uh, it, it seems that there's just it's just not clicking on the offensive side of the ball. It takes too long for them to get going. Uh, and uh, last week it, it hurt them. You know, they've been able to get away with that uh, with games against South Charleston and Riverside. But George Washington is a very good football team, and they jumped out 23 to nothing. And it wasn't until then that Spring Valley started looking like itself on offense. And when you're in a 23-point hole, uh, that's, you know, that's almost an impossible task. Matt Perry's with us. And his digital assistant is with us as well. Where are you at? Are you still in the vehicle? You guys are what? What do you got there? What? Yeah. Uh, well, we're in Mike's Tesla. As okay. You can hear she's being she's being very bossy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're parking at Stadium Field as we speak, and uh, I do love coming up here. Uh, one of the oldest stadiums in West Virginia. It's very nice. Uh, a lot of history, obviously, at Parkersburg High, so it's pretty cool to come up here and call a game. I enjoy it. Okay. So you guys are parking now. Good. I'm glad you're not driving. It's, uh, it's radio. It's, right. it's Mike Myers who's uh, yeah. you know, using the old cliche media to get get the free parking. Nope. Have, you ever do that? Have you have you have you you've done that right? You just you pull. No, that's what we're trying to do right now. I'm sorry that I got silent for a moment. Uh, Bill's uh, incredulously telling these people that we're with the radio station, and so uh, we're trying to. Well, that, that's how you, that's how it works. You just roll up like you own the place, and you roll the window down yeah. and you go media. Well, that's what we're doing, and yeah. we just pulled the media card, and so uh, I learned something every week from Bill Cornwell. We pulled the Bill card. That was right. That is what happened. Um, so, yeah, it's a big game tonight, Paul. Um, as cliche as it sounds, it's the last two weeks of the year. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You you have to win these ball games. Uh, you're on the road at a, at a team hungry for Ws. Parkersburg has to win out as well just to get to the playoffs. And so it's two teams that are desperate for two different reasons tonight. All right, let's, get, uh, let's, let's stay out of the cliche valley just for a minute. So um, Yes, sir. Why – 
Why is Parkersburg a threat tonight? Well, they're a threat because they their offense eerily resembles George Washington's offense. And Spring Valley had its worst defensive game of the year last week against George Washington because they could not stop the pass. Parkersburg is led by David Parsons, the quarterback. He has 1,500 yards passing, and his touchdown-to-interception ratio is impressive. 18 touchdowns to four interceptions. They focus on the passing game. Parsons is also a danger running the football. He has uh, two rushing touchdowns and 230 yards rushing on the year. He spreads the ball out uh, to three different receivers who have caught uh, more than three touchdowns. They, You cannot focus on one kid or one receiver in this offense. Last week, Spring Valley struggled mightily with GW's passing game, and so that is the worry. Matt Perry's with us tonight. Spring Valley on the road taking on Parkersburg. We, we have that game for you on our sister station, 92.7, 98.5 The Planet. As cliche as it must uh, sound, it is a must win tonight to try to assure at least some home field advantage in the first round, maybe the second round. Uh, good news here is it's Russian roulette now with Martinsburg, so yeah, no worries there. No worries there. It's Russian roulette for everybody. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's not even as much as I, uh, you know, Spring Valley does not want to make that trip. No team does. It's more about wanting to have solidify your place, your place. Not worry about where you have to go. Not worry about things out of your control. And so you went out, you're 8-2, and two, you're guaranteed that first home game, and then you never know what's going to happen. There might be an upset, and then you get back-to-back home games. You have all of these opportunities that are open to you. But if you start off on the road in the playoffs, that's where you're staying. And that is a big ask for any team to start off all of their games on the road and have to take care of business without any home games. It, it, that's, that's a tough ask for any team. The good news is you might get points tonight. Huntington is taking on St. Albans. For sure, yep. <laughs> South, South Charleston at Hurricane. That's another bonus point, yep. And next week, you're guaranteed some points. The, the big one. And, again, uh, that's why I love having Mike with me because he does all the math. Uh, he says almost everything, if Spring Valley wins out, almost everything hinges on the Hurricane and Huntington matchup next week and I believe University and Morgantown. And so those are two games that Spring Valley fans, as long as Spring Valley takes care of business, that's going to have a huge sway in what spot Spring Valley gets in the top 16. Okay. But, again, Huntington Hurricane next week. There's uh, there's some opportunity there. There's some point opportunity there. And according to Mike, if you're a Spring Valley fan, you want the Redskins to win that game. Okay, why, according to Mike, before I I shut this conversation down, why? Because uh, with the way the bonus points work, again, I might just put him on the phone with you right now, but how the bonus points lay out, it is actually advantageous to Spring Valley by – it's minuscule, but it's advantageous because of the wins that they have and the wins that Hurricane would have for Hurricane to beat Hunt. Okay. So it gives Spring Valley a better a better seed. Thus, uh, thus guaranteeing Huntington will win next week. I'm just. I'm just I, telling I, you. you know, I'm just telling you because you know why. You know why? Because now, now that's a thing. 
that's a thing now. So Huntington is competing against Hurricane and Spring Valley next week. You know, there's so many games like that. Yeah. That's the cool part about being in the media. I I don't have to worry about, you know, did I make this team up, you know, oh, we're going to fire them up. I'm just talking, you know, from the media standpoint. As Spring Valley fans, you're definitely going to want to watch that game next week. Okay. Okay. Oh, we'll have um, we'll have math with Mike next week, but tonight it's Spring Valley taking on Parkersburg on ninety two seven and ninety eight five the planet. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Have fun tonight and uh, enjoy the road trip back. I know you're looking forward to it. I, oh, I'm so excited to drive home late tonight. I'll see you later, buddy. Have a good one. All right, that's um uh, that's Matt Perry. When we continue, Christian Palmer, Woody Woodrum, Huntington High, St Albans here on ESPN. in AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Senior night for Huntington tonight on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So, big night for the Highlanders. Hopefully, it will be a big win. Taking on winless St. Albans, the most dangerous team right now in Class AAA. And joining us to tell us more about it, Christian Palmer and Woody Woodrum. And, of course, as, as I just highlighted, senior night. So that means it's going to be a long night, lots of pageantry, lots of long walks on the field with family. Yeah, this game should get underway at, what, 930 tonight? You know, you know how these yeah. things go. Well, you hope yeah. that it goes fast because last year Huntington was up 49 to nothing at the half. And the St. Albans coach, now, of course, there is a new coach now, but the St. Albans coach agreed to just go to like four-minute quarters and the third and fourth quarters. And, Paul, I I honestly, I will tell you this straight. I think Huntington could score 150 points if they wanted to tonight against St. Albans. They won't, but they could. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, Woody, you know. You mentioned it as well, Paul, an, an 0-8 winless St. Albans team that has really struggled all season long. Had a great chance last week to get their first win, fell just short. But, man, they've, they've got a tough stretch at the end of the year. Huntington and then Spring Valley next week. No doubt. I mean, uh, uh, Paul, they, uh, you know, it's a new, brand new coach, Willie Washington, and takes over, and he's in his first year. And he's got, I believe, about seven or eight seniors, about the same amount of juniors. But he does have about 40 freshmen and sophomores, and, I, and I'm sure he's trying to build with that group for the future because, uh, you know, there's not much where to go. And honestly, I was glad for Paul or for Carl Lee last week, got his first win. But, uh, yeah, St. Albans, it's just, you know, they're they're undersized a little bit. They they have a pretty good running back and a fair quarterback in Eli Samples, uh, who is a junior. They've also got Andrew Thomas, who played against Ripley in the game I watched. But uh, and, and you know, Little John has 460 yards rushing this year. That's number eight in the MSAC. But uh, it's there is a long road to hoe there. And you know, you go back in this program, at Christian. They had, their last winning season according to my research, was 2007, I think, or something. It, that seems abnormally long ago. Yeah. Or or 2012, they won the state championship, so 10 years ago. But then after that, they had a couple of seasons. A couple of years ago, they were four and six. But they have been 
you know, the entire Canal Valley is being ravaged by the chemical plants leaving, the jobs going out. That's where all the people moved first was Cross Lanes, Nitro, St. Albans, as they moved out of town in the 60s. And now those people are moving out because there's no jobs for their kids maybe inherited the houses. And it's it's tough for those small towns up in uh, in the Canal Valley. Let's focus on Huntington tonight since St. Albans maybe not the opponent you want to really test yourself, but you still got to be aware of because they can play loose. You probably know that you're the number one team ranking-wise, and that means a lot if you can keep that ranking. So how does Huntington High minimize the pressure tonight and stay focused to win this one? Well, you obviously you have to focus on the game first and foremost. Yeah, senior night is special for a lot of reasons, not just the players but their family. But you have to treat this like work. We've got to focus in the first half. You have to take a little a break midway between and, you know, celebrate because it's a special night. You know, you think about this when you're growing up as a kid, eventually get to play for this team and it's finally happening and then it, it – Time runs out so short, but you have to stay focused, obviously. And I think one of the biggest recipes to a win, Paul, is just for the Highlanders to continue their great offensive attack. Over 40 points in every game this season since the season opener against Spring Valley. Okay, let me well, re-ask that. How oh, do okay. they stay focused then? I mean, yes, they have well, to be focused, but how do they stay focused knowing that they should win this easily? But then again, that's not how it works. Billy Seals plays one at a time, though. And, I mean, it's so cliche for coaches to say that. But he's got the kids to buy into it, you know. And there's only about eight seniors that are actually probably going to be able to play. There's a couple of injuries and whatnot on the roster. But, you know, what they did last week was more amazing than anything they might have to do the rest of the season. They had the flu all week. Well, it was the second week. And Deedrick Graves missed one game two weeks ago, and then it spread like wildfire, like flu does on a team. And they had to take Robbie Martin, who got about a half of the Thursday practice at center when Will Elk was so sick, he left during practice last Thursday and went home. Uh, they moved Wyatt Atkins up to take the left guard position and moved Tyrus Mayo over to uh, the left tackle where Robbie usually plays because Elk couldn't play, and... I mean, Robbie Martin probably moved his stock up a bit. Oh, yeah. He didn't have one bad snap on offense against a good Midland team that comes right up the middle after you. He he blocked well, and he snapped the ball well. Carson Carter had to take the long snapping. He's the brother of special teams coach Cody Carter, and he did so well, he's going to be the long snapper for the rest of this season. He's another senior. So, you know, you, you see some seniors stepping up on this team. And, and you know, the, the senior who makes it all happen is Gavin Locko. And he is very much a, a Christian, a, a guy about focus on the, the game at hand. Oh, yeah, it certainly is. And he was absolutely fantastic again last week. Three touchdown passes, uh, just seven attempts, and also rushing for another touchdown. He's shown all season long that he has – great dual threat ability and that's why he's getting the opportunity to play at the next level and it all starts with your quarterback and when your quarterback is focused and coming into the huddle all right guys here's the call it's time to execute that's where it all starts 
Christian Palmer, Woody Woodrum, they'll have the call coming up tonight. We'll have it here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And don't forget our Kendra Digital Sports Game of the Week. So you can go to our Facebook page, ESPN 94.1 Huntington. You can find that. Or if you follow several of our Kendra Communications Facebook pages, you can find the game that way as well. Gentlemen, have a great one tonight. We'll talk to you soon. That is Christian Palmer and Woody Woodrum. Then we'll have the call. And, of course, you can listen to it right here at all times on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And, of course, if you're heading to Marshall Exhibition Basketball tonight, take your radio with you. You can listen to our game as you watch the Thundering Herd in exhibition play tonight against Charleston. And tomorrow it'll be Marshall. Facing off against Coastal Carolina homecoming will conclude with the 7 o'clock kick against the Chanticleers. We will have that game beginning at 4 o'clock with our pregame coverage. And we will take you all the way to kickoff and then all the way back to the end of the game, postgame included. Keep it locked on Saturday right here at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So uh, going to be a, a fun weekend, I think. For sure, for the Thundering Herd, must win. I, I know cliche is, as ever, must win just because you want to continue the hope that you can run the table in the East Division. So far, your only two losses come in the West Division. Every team in the East Division has at least one loss. So if Marshall can run the table and stay on top of all the other teams in the East Division, Marshall could find itself in the Sunbelt Championship game, but you need this one t- tomorrow to make that happen. So it's a must-win again. I think all of them are going to be must-wins from this point forward. Not only are you looking to get enough wins to qualify for bowl eligibility, but you want to stay in the hunt for the Sunbelt East Division and then play for a championship. That would probably be the only thing I think that would really make the fans happy this year, a championship in the Sunbelt and it's got to start with homecoming tomorrow. Hopefully, Coastal Carolina doesn't come into Huntington and upset homecoming the way that Marshall did last week, going into James Madison and disrupting their homecoming. So, busy weekend starting tonight, starting tomorrow as well. We've got it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And don't forget, if again, you're heading to Marshall basketball tonight, take your radio with you. And you can listen to the Highlanders. Or if you have to stream, take your AirPods with you. Take your ear pad, your, whatever you use. You can stream the game. You can go to our app. You can get it at WRVC.com. And then you can link over to the iOS or the Android store. And you can get the app and listen to the game that way. Thanks for tuning in. Back on Monday for our Halloween edition. Nothing, uh, nothing planned for Halloween. It'll be, it'll be a regular edition on Halloween, so that'll be scary enough. Coming up tomorrow, Marshall and Coastal Carolina. But tonight, it's Huntington and St. Albans here in ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.